And hello, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Jose, and I'm grateful to be here with you guys for today. So first and foremost, before we do get started, you guys already know how we do things around here. Um, We have to do our announcements. So if you're not following us on our Facebook page, you can follow us at Facebook at wildbyanimals.com. Be part of the wild family. It's a great way to stay connected, seeing all the news, any announcements, and just a good place to chit-chat and talk about, you know, what we all love, animals and wildlife and nature in general. Um, if you guys want me to answer your questions live, if you go to the Facebook page like listed below, um, you can find a link where you can send me your questions and I can answer your questions live during the show. There's also a thing where like if you want me to do shout-outs, whether that be happy birthdays just shout out a certain person that's also included as well and if you want me to do that just send me the details and then we can get that set up and i can do that for you as well um other than that um i hope you guys are doing well today um the next announcement um is a you know just to be on the lookout guys because we do have our big quiz coming up after the next episode after next week um we will figure out a time and a frame to do that um and just to catch everybody up, if there's any new listeners out there, um, what we do here at Wild About Animals, like after every 10 episodes, we do what we call the Wild About Animals Quiz, where we have we have guests come on the show and they actually compete for prizes as well. Um, if you didn't hear our last one, um, if you go down the list, you can actually find that one. Um, my friend Wolfie came and she decided to be a contestant and she actually did win a prize. Um, and how it basically works is like I ask, I have questions from the last previous 10 shows. So you don't have to listen to like all 20. You have to just listen to the last 10. And then you compete, you answer, and according to how many you get will determine what prize you win. So if you do want to be a part of that, you know, just send me you know your information or whatever you do want to be a part anyone can join it doesn't matter who you are um other than that though i hope you guys do enjoy the show so we're going to take a break and we will be right back hey guys this is your host jose from the wild about animals podcast and i just want to ask you guys have you ever wondered if you guys could send me questions and i could answer you guys's live while the show was going on well now i can thanks to anchor there's a link that i sent you guys on the facebook page at wild about animals on facebook where if you leave me your questions whether you type or you can leave a voice message i can actually answer it live while the show is going on so if you really got some questions go ahead and click that link and start today And welcome back, guys. I hope you guys are ready for the show. So today we're going to be talking about dragonflies, or as some people may have known them as mosquito hawks. That was, I think, my introduction to dragonflies because, you know, I found out they were called mosquito hawks. And I never really understood that meaning until, you know, obviously I did, you know, I got older and realized that, you know, why they call dragonflies mosquito hawks. And we're going to explain that for you guys. So I'm pretty sure you guys have seen dragonflies. They're very, very common. Um, You've probably seen them zooming by or zapping by or, you know, you saw them in some cases you saw two dragonflies, one attached to the other one. <laughs> We'll explain what that is, um, you know, or whatever. Dragonflies are very fascinating insects because just, you know, they're very, they're very beautiful, beautiful insects. You know, they're harmless to people. You know, they're beneficial to us as well. They have incredible speed, ag- agility, you know, and they're just great animals. But did you also guys know that dragonflies were actually some of the first winged insects to actually evolve probably about some 300 million years ago? Um, the thing about it is, is like modern day dragonflies, the ones that you see now, 
are actually smaller, very small, in fact, to in comparison to what they used to be. Um, if you guys go back and do a little research on early uh, arthropods, and by arthropods, I mean like insects and invertebrates, you know, animals that do not have backbones. Um, oxygen levels 300, you know, several million years ago used to be higher than what they are now. And so what that means is animals like the dragonflies, for example, were a lot bigger than what they used to be. Like, to give you an example, there were dragonflies the size of eagles. <laughs> so, um, and that is a pretty significant feat if you think about it, because imagine if we had dragonflies the size of eagles today. It would probably be a little scary if you really think about it um <laughs> but yes that you know dragonflies were some of our first insects to actually evolve the ability to fly and that's some really cool you know information you know if you think about it now with that being said dragonflies have obviously been very successful because there's over more than 5,000 known species of dragonflies that also includes damselflies as well they're in the same family group and by family group their name of their order is Omdata. i probably butchered that <laughs> sorry about that but what that means in greek it means tooth ones because it refers to their serrated teeth now the reason for that title like we stated before is because of their serrated teeth because typically when a dragonfly catches its prey it basically tears the wings off with its sharp jaws because it wants to make sure that the bug or whatever it's eating does not get away and it, and it also you know, Sorry, it also scars the bug down pretty much, serrated teeth as well. Now, thankfully, even though they have these teeth, dragonflies cannot bite you. Now, I used to think when I was younger that dragon, because I think I had an incident where a dragonfly landed on me. And, you know, most people who have this thing with insects, because I think the conception that people have, especially with people, humans, with comes to insects is that insects are icky they're disgusting you know and obviously you know when you see one you want to kill it um that's the motive i had when i was learning and i didn't know any better um because i got scared that you know the dragonfly was going to bite me well you guys don't have to worry about that majority of dragonflies cannot bite you and even if they do it can't pierce your skin so you really don't have anything to worry about and they only really bite when they're it's a defense mechanism. So unless you're bothering them, nine times out of ten, dragonfly is not going to bite you. Now, just like other insects, dragonflies also have stages of their life. They go through the egg, the nymph, the larva, and the adult phase. Now, remember when I stated earlier that, you know, dragonflies, you know, if you've seen two connected, you know, one has its tail on the other one. Um, that is dragonflies mating. Um, because dragonflies, and we'll state this later down the line in the show, dragonflies usually, they do a lot of their movement and stuff. Obviously, you see them flying, they do it, and dragonflies do everything on the go. They very rarely will land, um, and they do mating <laughs> in the air as well. Um, and the female dragonfly will lay her eggs in the water. I know it's kind of shocking, you know, to hear that, you know, dragonflies actually come from the water first. Most of their life is actually spent in the water about two to five years some species can be listed they spend a lot of their time in the water because she like the female lays her eggs in the water now the dragonflies you know nymph stage underwater 
is a very interesting lifestyle, if you ask me. Most of its time, if not majority of its time, is spent eating. <laughs> and by eating, it's pretty much eating anything it can get its uh, its mandibles on. Um, baby dragonflies or nymphs will eat fish. They'll eat other dragonfly nymphs. They'll eat mosquito larvae. They will even attack tadpoles. Like I said, they are their whole they're just their day to day life is to eat, to molt, to grow, and to get to that adult stage to pass on their genes. So pretty much they spend all that time, like I said, eating, just eating, 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 gorging themselves. And while they're doing this, you know, they're molting and consistently and when it gets to the point when they're ready to fully grow, um, they will crawl out and they will molt one last time. And this is when their wings will develop and stuff. And then they'll crack open and then they'll be re, uh, not reborn, but come out as an adult dragonfly. And then obviously, you know, they have to crawl somewhere and let their wings span out and heat up because dragonflies can't fly if their wings aren't heated up. Just like a lot of insects have to do that. Now, usually now when we were talking about earlier before, when I said that you guys that, you know, dragonflies, you know, they don't land. Dragonflies have probably some of the most amazing flying abilities that I think of any other flying animal in the animal kingdom. Um, they have two sets of wings, and they then is pretty much attached with muscles in their thorax, and they can actually work each wing. What that means is the dragonfly is able to change its direction, and it has amazing agility in the air. Dragonflies can fly in any direction. Sideways, backwards, it can hover in a single spot if it needs to, which you've probably seen them do. Um, and that has given them a very successful advantage when it comes to being ambushed predators. Now, well, like I stated before, when I told you guys that, you know, dragonflies mate on the go, they do. They not only just do that, they actually eat on the go as well. Dragonflies can literally hunt and trap a prey item, let's say a mosquito, for example, it will not land and eat that mosquito. It will just hold on to it and just eat it as it flies and goes. You know, and with that amazing agility, it's probably not hard for it to catch it as well. And when I say not just agility as well, they're actually pretty fast too. Like they've been clocked at like 29 kph or 80 miles per hour. And that doesn't seem like much, but I guess if you're looking at it with, you know, your own eye, you know, it seems pretty fast. And with that high agility, you would wonder what's, well, what's their strike rate when it comes to hunting? Well, scientists have tested and, like, released insects into enclosures with dragonflies and find out about 95% of the time, dragonflies catch whatever it is they're chasing, you know. And that is pretty impressive to have a, that you have a 5% chance to not catch something. And that just shows how the dragonfly has evolved and developed all these amazing hunting tools and strategies to catch prey, which makes them very successful, like we stated before. However, though, there are some cons to this as well. Because the dragonfly is so dependent on its wings, if, for example, one gets injured, like one wing gets ripped off, the dragonfly can't fly anymore. And that pretty much 
kind of stops it from, you know, stops it from hunting and it will die and starve from starvation as well, you know. So that's, you know, a pretty, like I said, it's a pretty successful hunting method, or method, sorry, but it's also very, uh, I guess, a heavy con if one of the wings or multiple wings get torn off, then, you know, the dragonfly can't hunt. Now, this cool thing, and I actually thought this was really cool, um, I'm pretty sure you guys have noticed this. If you guys look carefully at a dragonfly's head, you'll probably, if you look at it, you would think it just has these big two eyes. Well, let's not say that it has two. Let's try about 30,000 <laughs> in its head in particular. And with this, this many eyes, this gives a dragonfly a 360 degree vision. So the dragonfly can pretty much see in any direction except behind it. So that's its only blind spot, but everywhere else it can see. So with this amazing vision, like we stated before, and if you count this speed that and this agility that the dragonfly has, pretty much we're going to paint a picture for you guys so you can understand. So let's say, obviously, you know what mosquitoes, they do swarm. The dragonfly has the ability to pinpoint one individual mosquito and fly through the swarm keeping its eyes and being able to see the entire swarm but the one that it wants it can fly in while avoiding all the other mosquitoes and keeping up with that one that it's chasing and that right there just shows the amazing ability of evolution <laughs> you know because it's like these these amazing animals have great vision they have amazing agility and the ability to fly in any direction they want to with speed to match you know, and with that being said, you know, their ravenous hunger, not didn't it didn't leave them when they became an adult. I just want to give you guys, I guess, an understanding of what I'm the importance of dragonflies in an extent. Like I said before, they're called mosquito hawks. You know, they hunt flies and mosquitoes and all this other stuff. And I'm pretty sure you guys have heard or know that mosquitoes and flies carry diseases like E. coli and malaria. So the benefit of dragonflies is very important because they actually keep the number of mosquitoes and flies down a lot. Like dragonflies have been reported eating like over a hundred mosquitoes a day because they have to constantly keep eating to keep that high energy movement going. A lot of animals who use fast movement or a lot of movement have to keep that energy replenished because they're using all that energy and all those resources in their body so they have to keep replenishing them so like i said before they keep the the amount of flies and mosquitoes down and other insects that are passed to us so it's very important that you know dragonflies are very well protected because the biggest threat to them and just like a lot of animals that we talk about on this show pretty much is humans the biggest threat to dragonflies is not their normal predators. It's it's us. We are their biggest threat because of habitat loss and pollution. Because a lot of the because a lot of areas, like I said, dragonflies lay their eggs in water, and a lot of times water gets polluted. Um, and at that point, a lot of life in the water dies. And like we stated before, you know, dragonflies hunt and kill a lot of pests. That can actually be harmful, or not harmful, like, well, no, I'm sorry, sorry. 
I'm reading off of a script I wrote, so sorry about that, guys. But anyway, back to the, sorry. That can be harmful to you and me. And like I said before, these animals like mosquitoes and flies, they can transfer E. coli and malaria, which can kill you. And to me, it's like, if you think about the bigger picture, it's like, this is going to be a Lion King quote. You know, the circle of life, everybody has a role to play. And it's like the dragonfly plays its role, but it's also being hindered because habitat loss, pollution, and all these things that we're causing. And we don't even realize how much that affects the whole food chain or food cycle or what have you not. Not even to mention that we don't even know how one particular species of animal actually affects our life. Or maybe this is a simple fact that we just don't care. Um, this is That's just me getting into a rant because um, there is an episode where we're going to be talking about pollution, um, which will probably be a very interesting one, um, to say the least. Um, but anyway, um, back to, sorry, getting off topic. But with the dragonfly thing, you know, it's they're very beneficial. Um Luckily, there are dragonfly sanctuaries across the world, and you can, like, go there and learn about dragonflies, and, you know, you can see them. They'll land on you. It's a great experience. I've never been to one, but after learning that there is one, I would definitely love to go and experience it myself. Um, You guys can take the time to go look and see where's the one that's closest to you, if there is one close to you. Um, If not, you know, you can make plans to travel, to go visit there, you know, once you know, with COVID restrictions and regulations, of course, you know, be safe when you go. <laughs> but with that being said, guys, um, that will be the end of today's show. I do hope you guys enjoyed yourself, and I enjoy doing this, and I'm glad we got the time to spend, you know, this this evening together, you know. Remember, guys, stay wild, and I will see you all next week. <laughs>